Welcome back to the podcast. Um, so this is a solo episode, and I'm going to try to do this my best. I don't know how long I'm going to be able to talk for, but we're definitely going to try our damnedest. Um, so I'm going to go through our picks from last week. I'm going to talk about our picks for this week. We did it over the phone through messaging, so like I'm going to go through that. Um, I'm, we're going to go through the PGA Championship fantasy. I'm going to put myself in there. We're going to talk about that. We're also going to go through the course that Oak Hill's on and potentially uh, talk a little bit about my upcoming tournament um, just just to have some fun. Uh, it's Yes, it's by myself, and a lot of the points that I'm going to get to is going to be hard because I don't have someone to rebuttal with and talk to. But we're going to go with the flow. So last week was a pretty good week for myself and Reed with the pick side of things. Um, hold on, let me pull it up here. If I keep looking over there, it's just I'm making sure I'm in frame still. Um, so... Last week's picks, I had Minwoo Lee at plus two. I had um, Scotty Scheffler at minus 20, and I had Cam Champ at minus 11. So that puts me uh, 31-29, minus 29 for the week. Then Reed had... HK Lee at minus 11 and Hatton at minus 20. And Shuh at SUH at even par. So, um, he beat me by a solid two strokes that week. So, he is definitely 100% in the triple digits sectors. I didn't get those numbers. I probably should have done that. But we're going to talk a little bit about the PGA Championship. Um, my screen's being a pain. Um, so I'm going to use the fantasy as like how we're going to look at the field because everyone's in there. Um, so let's start with... The past champions in the field. Now there's a lot of withdrawals. So John Daly withdrew. Um, BJ Singh withdrew. So there's a lot of people who have withdrawn now. So out of the past champions, one of these has been selected for our picks this week. So Reed took Justin Thomas um as one of his picks uh over 30 i believe this is where one of my first picks are going to come in um is this over 30 or under 30 this is over 30 dustin johnson dustin johnson is my dark horse because he's 83rd in the world even though he's still one of the best players in the world, uh, I actually took a live guy. I think Dustin Johnson can do it. Um, but now this is where the majority of the players fall in because I took your 2023 Masters champion in John Rom. In John Rom. And Reed took Mr. Scotty Scheffler. And I think the la the other pick he had was uh, Min Lee. Where is he? Or was it Siwoo Kim? It was one of those two. Hold on, let's look. He said Min Woo Lee. Unfortunately, 
He's young, so he's not in the over 30 bracket. Now we're here. Men will leave. So, we have our picks. Now we're going to do this uh, PGA Championship Fantasy. Okay? So, from past champions, I'm taking Justin Thomas. For my over 30, um, I'm going Tony Finau. For my under 30, rolling the hot hand, John Rom. And then Cambridge Financial PGA team. So this is the PGA 20 PGA professionals. So for like these are club pros. Who looks like he's the best golfer in the group? Mm. We're going to go with Jeremy Wells. I have no clue. Uh, total numbers of birdies from my f scored by the financial team members. We're gonna. There's twenty of them. We're each gonna give them one birdie. That's what we're gonna do. Tiebreaker. So this is my roster right here for the PGA Championship Fantasy. So, um. This is where we're actually going to see a test of more players, I hope I'm going to say, um, in the field. Like, you got a lot, a lot, a lot of good quality players in this field. They got both Liv and PGA guys. So you got DJ, who just won. You got um, Brooks Kepka who has won twice now on the Live Tour and was the runner-up at the Masters. Jean Rahm, who's just lighting the world on fire. Tony Fino with a win a few weeks back. Again, Scottish Scheffler still running around. Um, and Rory. Rory is kind of not having the best year. Um... I believe Golf Digest just posted something. Uh, the stress has finally hit Roy McIlroy, and he faces the biggest decision of his career. Um, so he was thinking about how he can, like, he doesn't know if he can play every single week still. There's just a lot of stuff going around, um, around the game of golf and being right in the middle of it, it's took a toll. Yes, everything's um, sort of caught up with him in the last month or so. So stress, he was, he's basically saying his poor performance has been on stress, which is completely understandable. Like, I know when I'm stressing, I can't play golf at any of the level that Rory can play. But, Again, he is the PGA professional. He is a like guy on that you can go out and win any week. So I don't see him stopping. I don't see him. I feel like he's going to take a m more. I guess if he if the way that he's looking, I think he's going to end up going back towards more of a. I don't know. Like, I I don't. I can't see him not playing a lot of the events. I can see him playing in every major. I can see him play. I don't see him like a Tiger Woods schedule, but I don't see him like a normal schedule, if that makes sense. I feel like he's going to end up being that guy who um, plays a lot of the European Tour events and then more um, PGA Tour events like than like the Tiger. So you're going to have like the mix mixed bag of tournaments from him um i just hopefully he gets back to being rory and rory will um be rory 
Um, another thing out of the PGA Championship this weekend, uh, Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth wasn't there Monday. He showed up Tuesday. He had some taping on his wrists or on his, I believe it was his left wrist, um, kind of up the back of his arm and taped over. Uh, also, Tom Kim was in the same boat. I don't know how well they're going to do because of that. I don't know what the issue is. Uh, there, I haven't seen anything about that yet. I know from personal experience when your lead wrist hurts, it's hard to hit down on the ball. It's hard to like find that low point because every time you hit the ground, it your body hurts. Um, I guess we can go, go back to this one. And I just feel that if there's going to be a withdrawal this that happened during the tournament, it's going to be between those two. Um, again, if we're looking at the list, uh, Jordan Spieth is still in there. He hasn't withdrawn yet. And... Tom Kim is still in the field. So both of them are still in the field. They haven't withdrawn. The only one under 30 who's withdrawn is Will Zalatoris, but we know that because he's been out He's out for the season. Um, then over 30, you got Paul Casey, John Daly. Majority There's a majority of the older guys who have won in the past have withdrawn. Um, so it may, it's understandable and makes sense that they're withdrawing because they, they don't have a chance in the, ever like they're like even the having the 20 PGA professionals in the field like what's that going to do for them like I don't think they're going to I, I think we'll be lucky if one makes the cut. It is um, they are pre PGA professionals, so they're good golfers. But they're also um, like work on a golf course. They're the ones that are teaching the lessons. They're the ones that are running the golf courses. So it's tough. Um, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to say, like how well they can do. I don't. I feel like they're not going to do very well. Like, but um, from what I've heard from some of the players currently, that the course is insanely hard right now. Uh, very firm fairways, very very thick rough. The rough isn't like long, like U.S. Open long, but it's very thick. Um. And it was blowing really hard yesterday at the practice round. And, like, it, apparently it was almost laughable. Uh, here is what um, Joel Damon said about the course. What are your first impressions? First impressions are it's um, not as hard as I thought it was going to be. Which is weird to say as it's blowing 30 and I didn't make a birdie, but uh, <laughs> the fairways are running very quick, which makes the golf course shorter, which makes it playable for everyone. That is awesome. The rough is difficult. There's, I mean, the golf course is still hard, but it's not. Everyone can play the golf course this week, which I think is great. I remember you saying something similar at Brookline last year. Is that does this remind you of Brookline at all? Does it remind you of any other golf course? Actually, Brookline's a decent comparison, I think. I feel like it's a little Beth Page meets Wingfoot, but faster. Those golf, those are bad. Those are terrible. Golf no, courses. those no, are like, like one one player can win at those golf courses. Hit as far as you can in the rough because no one else fairways. These like fairways are generous standing, standing on the tee or just it gives me that vibe. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's the, the, the New York area. Uh, no, I think it's good. I think that you'll see a very eclectic leaderboard. You won't just see bombers. How do you personally feel? 
So he said that the course is definitely playable, um, and it's not just going to favor the long ball hitter. Um, looking at it, it's here. Let's go to this one. Looking at it, it's a par seventy, uh, seven thousand three hundred and ninety-four yards. Uh, there's four past champions. Blah blah blah. Uh, so the about the course. Uh, it's the architect is Donald Ross. It was recently redesigned um, in 2019 by Andrew Green. Uh, to they wanted to do the original Donald Ross vision. It has hosted six major championships and a Ryder Cup in 2023 PGA Championship here at Oak Hill, which is this year. It's also the fourth time for the PGA Championship. Uh, 1980, 03, and 2013 it's been here. Uh, we're looking at one right here. We got one. Get the flyover going. Hopefully it works. Here's the flyover. It's the challenge. So it's a, um challenging first hole i'm guessing i don't know how far the water comes into play but like it i'm guessing you're going to be around this bunker in area off the tee uh i don't really think any of the bombers can reach that water so they don't really have to worry about it it's uh ben hogan called it the toughest opening or opening hole in uh, like championship golf, it the creek runs across the fairway at the 360 mark. So, if it's downwind and you have a bomber, they could potentially reach it. Um, two, we got another par four. Uh, it's a little on the shorter side. Kind kind of looks like it's up the hill. Um, hopefully, let's get this to load again. It's I It's like like the landing area on this is definitely short of these bunkers. Um it's too tight to try to get up as far as you can on this um par four. So you're gonna wanna land like here. So it's gonna force you to have a long shot in because if you want to get risky, you're going to land it in here. You're not going to land it in this tiny, tiny area. There's no way. Three, eight, 230, par three. I'm hitting hybrid off this team. Four, it's the first par five, 615 yards. That's like driver, driver, wedge for me. It's a long, mighty hole. Five, we got another par three, 180, seven iron. Par four, 503 yards. <laughs> it's like driver, four iron um, for me, for the mere mortals. Seven, par four, 461. There's a creek that runs here, so they're probably going to have to lay up because I I think some of their bombers would be able to reach it. That's going to be a tough hole. That's I wonder what that hole is going to play over par on this tournament. I feel like it's going to play, like, on average, I think there's only the winner will be the only one that's under par on this hole. Um, in my opinion, just because of the intricacies where you got the creek coming through, you got the trees on the left, so it's basically you're forced to hit it to the right side, which the creek is shorter on the right hand side, so it's a tough driving hole for sure. Um, yeah, so the creek runs all down that right hand side there. The trees kind of cut, like, force you to hit that way. So you've got to, like, either hug the tree line 
or you got to hit something where you know you can control it to keep it in that middle of the fairway because if you go right too far, you're going into that water. This is a tough course. It's the reason why I made your champions at championships at it. Um, four eighty two uphill too. That's gonna be a long hole. That's gonna be playing tough. Um, four thirty down back down the hill looks like it's. This is like the opening hole you want is like this one. Like it's probably the easiest tee shot. Uh, you, you do have that creek coming in, but most likely you're not gonna you're gonna play something that you're gonna lay up before that creek. It's the creek is at the crosses again at the 350 mark, so you're not reaching that. It's downhill though, so some of the bombers are probably reaching it, but they're probably not going to hit driver on that hole, but they're gonna have like a a decent shot in um the 11th is a par 3 245 again probably hitting hybrid on that one for me um oh my goodness a par 4 under 400 yards for 399 yards par 4 You go from the shortest par four on the course to a 623 yard par five that has a creek that crosses the fairway at the 325 mark. So your tee shot either has to carry like 340 or it's got to land or it'd be short of 325. So nobody in their right mind is gonna get in the screen, get to the screen in two. Like I usually in tournaments, the par fives that are the scoring holes. So like here, so thirteen, and it's not eight. Is it three? No. Thirteen and four should be like the scoring holes they should play under par this one is not going to play under par it's too damn long and you can't really hit driver if you're a guy who's like will roll out to 325 oh i was i was wrong the sec the short it goes from the two shorter it goes like shorter short hole very long hole. Back to another short hole. 320. So 320. It's a risk reward going for the green. I feel like a lot of people are just going to lay up right in front and hit a little wedge on and make a birdie. This par 3 is going to be crucial too in whoever wins. It's a short distance. They're going to hit one on there. 155. Uh, it says no walk in the park, but this is going to be a, a hole that needs they need to play under par because if they don't play under par here, they're not winning the tournament. This again, we get a, another long par four on sixteen. It's not a cakewalk coming in. I can tell you that because you go uh, four fifty eight, five hundred two par four on seventeen. And then a 500-yard par four on 18. So when you're chasing, when someone's chasing someone down on Sunday, they're just gonna try to hold on for the last two holes. Let's look at some of the starting times while we're here on the field. Um, So first tee time goes off at 7 a.m. tomorrow um, in the great state of New York. Min Moo Lee tees off at 7.27, so Reed will be paying attention there. Um, any Canadians so far in the field? No. Hartle Vonner III is back in the field. Oh, 
we got a Canadian here. We got Corey Connors. Sahit Tagala is there. Scotty Scheffler. Brooks Kapka, Gary Woodland. Now that that is a group. That is a group. Corey Connors, Roy, Justin Thomas, and Colin Morikawa. That is the group I'm watching tomorrow. I don't care. I will find out a way to watch that group. That That's this group. Just replace Colin Morikawa with Tiger Woods. And I'm happy. I am happy if you replace that group. Or replace Colin with Tiger. Cameron Smith, Matt Fitzpatrick, and John Rahm. That is another good tea time right there to watch. Mac Hughes, Taylor Moore, Jason Day. Taylor Perth. Nick Taylor's in the field. Tommy Fleetwood, Cam Young, Hideki, Tom Kim, Abraham Answer, DJ Shoffley, and Hatton. <laughs> so we got the most outspoken golfer, the loudest golfer. And the slowest golfer in a group. <laughs> Ooh, that is um, that's that's another that's not one to watch. That's one to hear about the stories. Um, yeah. Adam Hadwin tees off at two twenty. Justin Rose two thirty. And Ben Taylor's the last guy to tee off. So. If we're looking at this, we all know we're going to be up for the 8 a.m. tea times, uh, the 8.11 tea time. We're going to we're gonna get to our TVs, we're going to turn the TV on, and it's going to be sitting there waiting to go for this tea time. And I'm going to be sitting there with, like, I'm going to, I'm going to pay attention to this round. This round's going to be fun to watch. Hopefully they come out and play well. Um, I want to see a big number from JT. I want to see a big number from Rory and a decent number from Colin. I would say minus five, minus three, and m minus one. That's what I'm going with. With my luck, it's going to be like plus five, plus eight, and like plus two or something. Did I say my picks right? Because I'm seeing Victor Hovland, and I know I picked Victor Hovland, but I didn't say I picked Victor Hovland. Okay, so Scotty Scheffler for Reed, um, Justin Thomas, and Minwili, and I have Rom, DJ, and Hovland. So I might have just missed my own. Again, doing this by myself, so it's a it's a little struggle. Um, I feel like I'm talking nonstop because I am, and I I don't know. I I feel like it's not gonna be as good because it's just by myself. But we're gonna go with it, and we're gonna hopefully end up. Um, not having to worry about it. We're just we're just gonna enjoy it and we're gonna have a good time. A good time. Good time. Um if I look at this it's gonna be upside down and stuff, right? Yeah. So I was gonna like show you guys like my yardage book for my tournament coming up i haven't printed it yet but like see you have 15 here it's up upside down so i'm just gonna talk a little bit about it but it's not gonna work um so we're i'm just gonna talk about it and we're just gonna look at some pictures
can I just like view? Uh, I wanted to like look at some pictures and just like kind of just slide through them. Um, is there like a photo gallery we can look at? It's so I'm playing at the 21st rated public course in Canada. Um, Cobble Beach Golf Links. Uh, I'm gonna say it's the Canadian Pebble Beach kind of. Um, it's Links course out in the northern Ontario area. It's not even northern Ontario, middle Ontario, but it's like along the water here. You got like this over here the lighthouse or whatever it's gonna be cool shot night it would be cool to get a picture near there or something clubhouse looks beautiful uh water looks dangerous of course bunkering in certain spots apparently it's also there's a cobble beach in oregon i don't know but I, I feel like it's gonna be a, a beautiful. Oh, we can, let's let's go in Google Street View. That's what we're gonna do. Can I? Can we not get into the Google Street View? Whatever. We're gonna go here. Oh, so like the whole. So like the clubhouse is here, and I'm guessing. You start here and you work out this way, and then as, and then as you like, you work your way out, and then you come back in, and then you are over here. Like, like this is probably like this is like seventeen and eighteen here, and then sixteen fifteen so you probably go this way here and then back up and through and then you finish nine here and then come back over here that's what i'm thinking never played it before I'm playing it tuesday and then wednesday before the tournament um this is going to be a tee shot and a half <sighs> so is there like if i click on that does it should, can I look, oh, here we go. Let's look at some photos. Here, let's move my my camera and everything. Boom! There we go. Let's make it a little bit smaller. There we go. So I can fit in there, and we can look at the photos together. See together. Again, that lighthouse, clubhouse, water down the side. It's a wedding. It's a fancy wedding going on there. Cobble Beach. There's the um, sign right there. Ooh. Number seven. Par five. Looks like it's kind of down the hill. Looks like a green light special. We're cutting this corner here. If it goes that way don't know if it does like I said did that did someone like Photoshop a picture of like a Lamborghini at Cabo Beach because that doesn't look like a real Lamborghini that looks like it's photoshopped maybe it was a real Lamborghini if there we how, how did we get into cars now oh someone's got 321 into the green Oh, look at some food. Oh, winter time. It's pool, the golf course. Winter time. Ooh, this wall, this hole. You're, I'm, I might bail out left, and that might be a bad idea. Oh, this is the tour I'm playing right there. 
escorts. Is this like a makeshift Swilkins bridge? No. Make not makeshift like reference. And those are the photos, I think. Oh, still going through. More photos. That might be real now that I think about it. Food, photos, photos, photos. Oh, there's a good picture of majority of the golf course right there. But, like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to have a practice round. I'm going to see if I can record some of it at least. I feel like I've been talking forever, and I'm looking over at it, and it's saying 36 minutes. Like, it's telling me I'm at 36 minutes, and I feel like I've been talking forever, and I, like, want to wrap this up. Um, so, I'm going to find... I, should I find an unpopular golf opinion? Because, like, I have no one to question my opinions with. Oh, look, we we got a um, we got a co-host here, so we got a co-host. The first golf course I design will have three sets of six holes instead of two nines. You'll be able to play six after work with the kids whatever 12 if 18 is too much that is just stupid um a round of golf should be 21 holes the first th first three holes are a warm-up hole should not count that is just someone who doesn't um that is someone who doesn't know how to or doesn't it's not doesn't know how to play golf, just doesn't play golf well. Um, someone tends to play nine more because of their schedule. PGA Tour Pro, Pro should not be allowed caddies. Um, all the little things the caddies do for the top players in the world should be part of the test. A push cart and a rangefinder, let's go. I, I guess that makes sense, but there's a lot more that the caddy does. YouTube can help people be a better golfer. Yes and no. Depends on what your problem is with your swing and how it's working. Like, I wouldn't say go to YouTube and listen to Rick Shield 100% because everyone's swing needs a little different corrections. And get going to your local PGA professional will definitely help you with that. Um, lost balls off the tee should be treated the same as a hazard. No. Because the lost ball off the tee, you have to hit three from the tee. Where if it's a hazard, you're allowed to go at a point of entry or whatever line it crossed. Like, I mean, okay, if you're playing Sunday if you're playing Sunday afternoon and you're hanging out with your buddies, sure, do that. In a tournament play, no. Um, Augusta National is a great course. Obviously, I would play it in a heartbeat, but at the end of the day, it's a private club. It's not bigger than the game in any way that people and themselves they can make it out to be i would say it's augusta is not the best course in the world it's not my top on my bucket list it's the experience how everything is perfect how the prestigious masters are there the prestigious events the prestigious people who have walked those grounds and stuff like that that makes Augusta special. That makes Augusta different. That makes everything about it in awe. It's like the shock and awe type thing. Um, it like it's like heaven. It's heaven for a golfer. It's the most religious experience any golfer will have. Um. My wife has been golfing with me for the last two years, and I 
found the same thing. What did you find? Unpopular opinion. Playing golf with my wife is more fun than playing with the boys. You guys must not be good at golf or you're not drinking enough. One of the two. I, 18 holes isn't enough. I could play golf every, all day, every day. Yeah, I mean, I could until I until a certain point. If I start not playing well and my mind goes crazy, I, can, I would not be able to play all day, every day because if I'm... If my mind goes crazy and I'm not playing well, I'm going to end up, like, wanting to quit playing. <sighs> More courses should be 666, meaning six of each, par three, par four, par five. No. I feel it should be... Two par fives on each nine, two par threes. That's four, correct? And then five par fives, or par fours. Just simple par 72. You have your two holes on each nine where it's your birdie chance. Realistically, like majority of amateurs the par fives are where you're going to make your birdies. Par threes, if you can play a par, the par threes around level par, you're good. And then the par fours are whatever happens. So if you can play your par fives under par, your par threes level par, and then the par fours, whatever, the worst you can be is five over par, which would be 41. You do that twice, you're 82. Okay. You make a couple pars on that on the par fives or on the par fours. So if you make or sorry, you wouldn't even be forty one. So if you make two birdies on the par fives, okay, you're two under. You make two pars, you're still two under, and you make five bogeys, you're three over. So that means you will be six over for the round, so instead of seventy two, you're seventy eight. Like that's just the way it goes. I don't like golf courses when there's only one par five because realistically when I'm playing a par four, I'm not trying to make birdie. I'm trying to make par and par threes is the same way. And the par fives are where I try to, where I'm trying to get to the green into, I'm trying to get to as close to the green as possible. I'm trying to make birdies on the par fives because I know birdies will fall on par fours. I'm going to hit a I'm going to stick a wedge in close. I'm going to drain a 30-footer. Something's going to happen. I'm going to make a birdie or two on on par fours. But I got to give myself the chance to hit make birdies. Whereas a lot of the times recently when I've been playing, I haven't given myself the chance to make birdies. I haven't been on the green in regulation. I've made, had to force myself to make up and downs and stuff like that. So if you give yourself a chance to make birdie on the par fours, so let's say if there's ten par fours on the turn on in the course, if you can hit six of those greens in regulation, you're gonna make one birdie on a par four, guaranteed. And let's say you make one bogey when you hit the green in regulation, so you get a three put, and then the rest are pars. So then that leaves you level par for at least six holes then the other four par fours you miss the green you make bogey or par so let's go you make three bogeys you make one par from up and down so that puts you at 25% for scrambling then let's say on the par fives you make one birdie on each nine there you go you're back to one over par so you just have to play the four par threes around level par and you're shooting 73 oh my god we we're talking about scores and stuff like that and i <laughs> i just extended this a whole another 10 minutes from when i was t saying that like i don't know if i should end this or whatever 
Uh, let's find another one. Unless you have a mobility problem, walking is the best way to play. Yes and no. If you're recording stuff for YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, ride. 100% ride. Because when you're riding, um, you just go like, you go at, like you can be a lot faster with it. Whereas if you're playing for a score or you're playing and you're not recording something, definitely walk. It's more enjoyable. This next part says, or if it's stupid hot. Still, if it's hot, if you drink enough water, you'll be fine. The guy says he's not risking heat stroke. You're more likely to drink more water walking while you're riding and not get heat stroke than when you're riding and you for keep forgetting to drink something. Unless you're holding people up, shut the F up about pace of play. Uh, if you can't deal with us, that takes 15 to 20 minutes longer than usual. You have deeper issues. No. Because if you're playing 15 to 20 minutes longer than normal, so say if pace of play is 4 hours and you play at 4.20, you're going to be holding someone up because of the fact. The difference is, is if you're holding someone else up because the group in front of you is being held up by the group in front of them and then in front of them and them, that's the course issue. And if you're mad about it, yes, you have deep you have deeper issues. Shut up. Go to the next hole. Or shut up and just play golf when it's your turn. You don't need to yell at us in front of you because there's a group in front of us who's in who's with a group in front of them and a group in front of them. Like if you check my YouTube channel, um, Dylan or D G Taylor Golf, there's a video where you can hear people yelling at us on the on the par three. Shout out to the membership when you can yell at you can yell at those kids on the green, but the kids can't yell back at you. Yet we are members too. Gotta love that. It should be illegal to have a par three on a course longer than two hundred yards. Did you see the PGA Championship? The PGA Championship had what three of them that were over two hundred? You had a two thirty. No, we had 230, 180, 240, and 155. So you got two of them. Should be illegal. And I agree with that. Par threes shouldn't be the hardest holes on the course, which the par threes are definitely the hardest holes on the course because you have three shots, and majority of the time, you're once you get up higher, you're hitting long irons into greens, and majority of the people can't stop a long iron into a green. I personally take off, I still personally take it out, t uh, take it off to putt. Oh, talking about removing your glove. Because um, 99% of golfers would be offended if they didn't remove their glove to putt. I mean, it's about feel. Like, the thing is, is if you were to have sex, you, you wouldn't wear a condom if you didn't have to. I got that from a PGA professional, a teaching professional on TikTok. That was a bad joke. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I pushed it another five minutes. We're at the 50-minute mark, ladies and gentlemen. I have gotten through a single podcast. At the beginning, it was very um, very weird. And then now, like as I'm reading stuff and I can kind of bounce stuff back and forth, doing this whole um, unpopular opinion section, We got this. We got this. But I'm going to end it here because I'm tired of talking. I need to go get a drink. Um, but I want to thank you guys for watching. I want you guys to enjoy the PGA Championship this um, upcoming weekend. 
It is the second major of the year and guaranteed 110%. We're going to have a great weekend of golf. Um, it's a tough golf course like um, uh, Joel Damon said. It's playing, the fairways are very firm, greens are firm, and very thick rough. So if they're in the fairway, they're going to roll for days. And if they're in the rough, they're going to have to hack it out of there with like a chainsaw. It's going to be tough conditions. It's going to be windy. It's going to be colder. It's in um, Rochester, New York. So grab a trash plate or whatever it's called. I don't know. It looks disgusting. I looked it up sit there enjoy the golf this weekend um i don't know what's going to happen for next week's podcast we're going to record early or on monday or are we going to record later or sometime on wednesday and i'm going to just get back and do it real quick type thing or if reed's going to do it by himself we're going to discuss about that um but like I said, thank you guys for watching. Enjoy the golf this weekend. Click like if you like this video. Click subscribe. I was just I just turned into Steve Dangle right there. Click subscribe. If tell all your friends. Click like if you like the video. Please subscribe. Um, we're here every Wednesday or every Thursday at twelve p.m. It's a good like lunchtime break podcast to listen to. Um, and we kind of need more people around so please tell your friends uh have a good weekend guys